You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. Today, I am talking about what I've learned in managing over 1 billion Pinterest impressions per month. All right, so. Pinterest impressions are a fancy number to use in Pinterest marketing, but they are not the sum of your success. So today we're going to talk about what makes a successful Pinterest marketing strategy as it relates to tracking the right numbers. So before we dive into this episode and why I've chosen to use impressions in the title, we want to talk first about our Wednesday weekly newsletter. If you do not receive the weekly Pinterest newsletter, it comes out every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern. It has all the latest Pinterest articles, all the tips, as well as helpful resources that will help move your business forward without feeling overwhelmed. So if you want to join our newsletter, simply visit simplepinmedia.com. And at the top of the site, you'll see a banner up there. You enter your first name and your email and you are good to go. So we would love to have you join us every Wednesday for that newsletter. The other thing is we spotted an amazing iTunes review and that was from F. Potter. They say, I love this podcast. It's quick, no-nonsense, realistic advice. She's very relatable, which I love. I can't help but be encouraged after listening. Thank you so much, F. Potter, for that review. And we would love for you to leave a review on iTunes. It's a way that we can see if we are creating the right podcast material for you. So we'd love your feedback. We'd love if you would leave a review over there and share with some of your friends who need to know more about Pinterest and how to best grow their business using Pinterest. All right, on to why I used impressions in the title of this podcast. So for those of you who have been in my community for a while, you know that I kind of give impressions a little bit of a bad rap. I talk about how people use them all the time in their Pinterest marketing, and it drives me absolutely crazy. Why? Because it's not an effective way to gauge your growth on Pinterest. It is very much like that ridiculous monthly viewer number that they took off for a little bit and then they added back on. These two numbers, impressions and monthly viewers, are not monetizable. It's just people who are seeing your pins. But I had to use this word at some point in one of my podcasts just to get your attention and to be able to dive a little deeper into this number. And I'm super proud that after all these years, we hit 1.8 billion impressions per month for our simple pin clients. So I have to say that's a whole lot of simple pin client pins being seen all over Pinterest. And we're really, really proud of that. I think after you listen to this podcast, you'll pause a little bit more when you hear someone sharing their success on Pinterest, if it starts with the word impressions. So let's dial it back a little bit. Let's take a deeper dive into the whole impression thing. First, what in the world does impression even mean when it comes to Pinterest? 
The official definition from Pinterest is the total number of times your pins were shown. And if you want to find more information about Pinterest analytics terms and what they mean, we have a link to their help article figuring out what all of these different terms mean, like engagements and close-ups and saves and impressions. So we'll link to that in the show notes, which you can find by going to simplepinmedia.com slash 156. Okay, so what does this really mean that your the number of times your pins were shown? So if Susie, who is my favorite Pinterest person, is scrolling through her main home feed, which is also called the smart feed, on her phone, and your pin happens to be in that scroll, you received an impression. She maybe saw your pin, or maybe she didn't see it. She was only looking at the left-hand column, but your pin was at the right-hand column. Technically, she still, quote-unquote, saw your pin. Or maybe Susie searched a particular term, and your pin happened to be in the search feed. She scrolled through the search results and maybe scrolled by or saw your pin. That's another impression. The same can also happen in the follower feed, related pins, or any other place where Susie might see your pin. She does not have to take action for you to get an impression. She just has to have your pin in the view on her screen, both desktop and mobile. That is what an impression is. So that being said, Hundreds and hundreds and billions can see your pin but not take action, which is why I always say you can't monetize impressions because there is no action taken. But there is a few things to learn from impressions. So the big question that we talked with Monica Froze about in episode 76, you can find that by going to simplepinmedia.com slash 76, or we'll have the link in the show notes for this episode. We talked about the question of if you're getting a high number of impressions, but no clicks. So what does that mean? So if it has a um, ton of impressions, but no clicks, then it could be that the keywording is off or your image is not right nobody's engaging with it. There's nothing to really pull them in. So if that's the case and you have a high number of impressions, you can do a couple of things. One, you could change up the keywords in the description first. I would do that for like a month, test a new description to see if the clicks start to increase as well as the impressions. And the other thing is you can test a new image, but I would do this after you test the description. Why? Because if you're changing up the description and you're changing up the image, you don't know which one worked when you're A-B testing. So that's why we only change one specific thing at a time. And we do have a link to a podcast with Tina, our creative director. She talks about A-B testing images. So we'll link to that in the show notes. What if a pin has a low number of impressions, but a really high click rate? Monica said, leave it alone. It's working. Don't mess with it. For her example, she had a pin with under 3,000 impressions, but over 100 clicks. So just don't mess with it. It's showing up in Pinterest and it's getting results. So this is not always going to be a hard and fast rule, but it does need you to dig in and look to see why are something getting impressions and 
not a whole lot of clicks. Why are things getting um, less impressions, but a ton of clicks? Really dig deep. So then what have we learned about managing these over 1 billion impressions per month? So a few things that I did as I was preparing for this episode is I wanted to see, does impressions translate, like we said, in all these cases to more clicks, like what we talked about above? So a few screenshots that I grabbed that I'll definitely put into the show notes are, here's what I've noted. So client A in July of 2017 had 10,000 impression, 10 million, I'm sorry, 10 million impressions that month and 75,000 saves and a total of 90,000 Pinterest-led sessions. So when I say Pinterest-led sessions, that's clicks and we track that from Google Analytics. That's the traffic. That Pinterest-led sessions number, that's monetizable. That's where you can get people on your email list. You can share an affiliate link. You can sell your products both digitally and physically. That's where we get the people, right? So here's something really interesting. So remember, July of 2017, they had 10 million impressions, 90,000 clicks to their website. In December, they had 5 million impressions and 331,000 Pinterest-led sessions. So they had less impressions and more clicks. People were taking action on the pins that they saw. So even though we can look at impressions and go, well, from July to December, they dropped in half. They lost 5 million impressions, but they almost tripled their traffic in December. What's really important to note about this is July, June and July tend to be really, really low traffic months for most people. And my hypothesis is that more people are outside, more people are on vacation, less people are on their phones. Or and impressions, they could just be scrolling through. They don't really want to take action because it's the dog days of summer. They're like, eh, I'm just going to scroll and see what I love. The other thing that's very interesting about this as well is that they had 75,000 saves in July. And then in December, they only had 47,000. So what this tells me in this account in particular is that people were taking action on the pins right away. They were ready to get what they needed and really pursue. Or they had saved a bunch of content in the summer and they were eventually taking action on it in December. Those two habits can be fully possible. But it's interesting to note the patterns that we see here. Impressions did not translate to more traffic. When you're tracking numbers, it's really, really important to look at this whole picture to kind of see what's happening. I'll talk in a couple of minutes about how you can do that. Here's another more recent example from 2018-2019. So in September of 2018, this particular client had 1.9 million impressions, 8,000 8, saves, and 198,000 clicks to their website. Okay. In June of 2019, they had 6.6 million impressions. And their traffic went down to 104 Pinterest-led sessions. So it's very interesting. We went from a time where there's low number of impressions, high number of clicks, to a time now 
where there's a high number of impressions and a low number of clicks. And this is after not quite a full year of data. So what we're going to have to see is what happens again in this September if their Pinterest-led sessions go up and their impressions go back down. What I also find fascinating about this one is that um, the saves increased again from 8,000 to almost 33,000. So we have a little bit of the opposite effect of what we had before. Here's another one. This totally blows my mind, actually. So in, in July of 2018, and I know too, a lot of these numbers I'm spouting off to you, if you're like at the gym or you're driving, it's hard to kind of put these into perspective. So I'm going to say the numbers to you and then I'll kind of give my assessment. So July of 2017 or 2018 for this particular account, we had 2.7 million impressions and 18,000 saves and 146,000 clicks to their website. But then in this last June of 2019, they had 29 million. So that's an increase of right around 27, they increased by 27 million impressions. And their saves increased to 244,000. And their Pinterest-led sessions increased to 279,000. So this account, if we look at all their data, increased incrementally every single month. There was not too much of a dip even when it came to impressions. And impressions just shot up in May to 41 million and their traffic went down. And then the next month, their impressions went down, their traffic went up. Okay, so what I... <laughs> What I want to take, what I, why I'm doing this episode is I want you to see your numbers as a whole picture. Um, I want you to see when you're high traffic times and your low traffic times. I want you to see if you do have a correlation between impressions and clicks. Do you have that low number of impressions, higher number of clicks? Or do you have impressions that are like through the roof and then nobody's clicking on your pins? Maybe that's a month when a lot of people are online. I mean, I always say, like I said just a minute ago, summer always sees high impressions. If we look at all these numbers, if I go back to every summer, I can see higher impressions for each account. I don't necessarily know why that is. I'm assuming it's killing time. And then in winter, we tend to see a low number of impressions and a higher number of clicks. Again, does that mean people are taking action? I'm not sure. Here's the important part for you as a marketer. You got to track your numbers. So here's the numbers that we track. We look at impressions, we look at saves, and we look at Pinterest-led sessions to your site. That third number is found in Google Analytics. Pinterest has new analytics now, and I will say that their click number is much more close, much more, that's not the way you say that. It's more, <laughs> I can't say this. It is more closely aligned with the one in Google Analytics, which I can appreciate. So that being said, I want each month for you to track these numbers so you can get a picture of the whole. And if you don't have the Simple Pin Planner, we have a data sheet in there. We're going to expand on it for 2020, but you can go get it right now by going to simplepinmedia.com slash planner print it off and you can track all your numbers. I highly recommend that you go back to the beginning of the year and even go back another year. Why? Because people come to me all the time and they say, oh my gosh, my traffic is down. My traffic is down. And I, we, the first thing we say is, is your traffic down year over year? Have you made any changes? Hosting, new um, web URL, 
or new platforms and look at the whole picture. And they come back to us and they say, well, actually, I'm up 10% for the year. Okay. How do you know that? Because you went back to the previous year and you compared your numbers. The biggest thing is don't use impressions as your guide. And please, please, please don't let anyone sell you on impressions being the key to success either. So here's what I'd like you to do. Here's your action item for this particular episode. Take those 30 minutes and write down your numbers for the last six months. Even go further back to a year or even go two years. Those of you who have been on Pinterest for quite some time, that could be back to 2014, even 2013, what you are going to see, and we talked about this with Tasha in um, the affiliate marketing episode, it was episode 152. We talked about how even though she had experienced this and some of our other clients who were totally high on the hog during that time, they were killing it in traffic. They've decreased in traffic, but they got smarter about their monetization efforts because they were seeing where the Pinterest traffic was coming from. And therefore, their traffic is cut in half, but their income has doubled, if not tripled. So we want you to really pay attention to your revenue number too. That would be a good thing to track as well. How much money did you make? All of these are KPIs, key performance indicators. This is something we talk about in the Simple Pin Collective, our membership community. We go through and help you identify which ones work for you and work for your business. Myself, the mentors and other members, we help you figure those out if you're having trouble. I work with my data analyst, Lane. I take a lot of what she's taught me. We bring it in there to help you create a dashboard, if you will, so you can see some of these numbers at a glance. If you want to join the collective, we would love to have you. You can go to simplepinmedia.com slash collective. All right. So for more information and some of these graphs that I'd shared and show notes, for this episode, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 156. And the most important thing is what you can learn from managing your account or what the person managing your account for you has learned. Because each account is different. Each account has an, its own culture and each account has its own way that it makes money and it grows their business. So make sure that you're digging in, take that 30 minutes, write your numbers down for the last six months or a year, and really see what kind of success you can continue to cultivate on Pinterest. Thanks so much for listening.